Hey everybody, this is No Bones About Wrestling. I'm your host, Asa, and I'm here, of course, with Kay Fabulous. Hey. And this is WWE Weekly. And uh, we're going to get right into the swing of things with some match results. WWE Monday Night Raw, September 18th, in Salt Lake City, Utah. We had a non-title match where the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes pinned NXT North American champion Dominic Mysterio of the Judgment Day. Also, in the match of the night, Kofi Kingston pinned Ivar. Quite a match. You wouldn't have believed it going in, but they put on quite a match. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura beat Ricochet by disqualification. Uh, In another non-title match, women's tag team champions Piper Niven and Chelsea Green Battled Shayna Baszler and Zoe Stark to a no contest. Uh, Bronson Reed pinned Chad Gable. NXT Women's Champion Becky Lynch successfully defended her belt against Natalia. Tommaso Ciampa beat Giovanni Vinci by submission. And in the main event, Drew McIntyre pinned Jey Uso. And of course, after that, uh, the Judgment Day attacked Jey. Drew McIntyre refused to help, uh, doesn't care for Jey Uso. He's been through it with them. Uh, WWE SmackDown, September 22nd, Phoenix, Arizona. United States champion Rey Mysterio teamed with Santos Escobar. Of course, they're both in the Latino world order, and they beat the Street Profits in a tag team match. In a good... uh, women's match, the WWE women's champion Io Sky successfully defended her title as she pinned Asuka. Uh, Austin Theory and Grayson Waller were in the match of the night as they beat the Brawling Brutes. And that was it. There were three matches on SmackDown. That was it. Uh, They were supposed to get Styles and Cena versus Jimmy Uso and Solo Sokoa, but they pulled the old bait-and-switch, and and, uh, they fucked AJ up, and they pulled a stretcher job. We're going to talk about that more. Uh, We got only three matches there. So what was your match of the week, then? Match of the week? Probably that Austin Theory and Grayson Waller versus the Brawling Brutes match. That was quite a tag-team match. How many bones are you going to give it? I give that one... Give that one four and a half bones out of five. It was a pretty darn good match. Darn good wrestling match. I agree, it was very good. Runner-up would be Kofi Kingston and Ivar, shockingly, would be the runner-up. Ivar has some moves for such a big dude. He is very Very agile. Very impressive. Very impressive. And, like, you wouldn't think that his styles and his style and Kofi's style would complement each other, but they did quite well. Mm Mm-hmm. That's a very good match. So let's go ahead and get into that, because uh, it's storyline time. All right, storylines. So, so really, the the match wasn't ever supposed to happen. Like it was supposed to happen briefly. It was suggested the AJ Styles and Cena versus. Oh, you're talking about that. Solo, so I'm talking about that. Okay. Um, Solo and Jimmy Uso. Uh, but well, no, it Paul- was no, no. Here's the thing. It it was advertised. They advertised. AJ Styles and John Cena versus Jimmy Uso and Solo Sokoa. I saw it advertised. But oh. then it was advertised during the day, Friday. Mm-hmm. But then they changed it to 
uh, I think it said John Cena appearing or something like that. They changed well, it. Well, during the episode, at the beginning, they implied that that was going to be the main event of right, that night. Right, And then Paul Heyman got involved and was like, no, no, no. And so then Adam Pierce was like, oh, I didn't mean tonight. I meant at Fastlane. So then they were going to do a contract signing as the main event, because what's a more thrilling main event than a freaking contract signing? Yeah. Um, but then then they jumped... Uh, if I were a Phoenixite, I would have been pretty pissed off. I know, right? What do you call someone from Phoenix? A Phoenix? Phoenixian? Phoenix? Phoenixonian. Phoenixonian? What do yeah. you call them? I don't know. If you're from Phoenix, leave a note in the comments. Let us know what what you're called. Yeah. Anyway. Right. Anyway. <laughs> um. So Solo and Jimmy attack AJ Styles backstage. Right. They John, fucked him John, up. John Cena had already signed the contract, though, mm-hmm. and then left it in the ring to go save AJ Styles. Later on, uh, Jimmy and Solo come to the ring. They all sign this contract that just has John Cena's signature, leaving a mystery partner open for Fastlane, because mm-hmm. I'm betting AJ Styles will not be healed by then. You think we're going to get a certain... Eyebrow? A certain eyebrow. I think we might get a certain <laughs> yeah. eyebrow. A certain people's eyebrow. A certain people's eyebrow. You think The Rock is going to be at Fastlane? I know. Like I know a minor you, pay-per-view? You, like I know, Fastlane? You, you say it like it's so beneath him. Like, but if WWE is trying to like, this is going to be their first pay-per-view since Endeavor bought them. Right. I think they want it to be a really strong showing. They already are going to have John Cena on it. Like, why not? I mean, this isn't our topic of the week, but something that we bantied about as a possible topic of the week was WWE's comparatively weak pay-per-view cards compared to AEW's pay-per-view cards. And I feel like when you look at the Wrestle Dream card, Oof. if you want to compete with that card, you, you better be putting the freaking Rock and John Cena in a match together on your pay-per-view, you know? Yeah. I mean... I don't want to talk about AEW much. This is our WWE weekly yeah, podcast. I want to say one thing yeah. about it. One thing about AEW. Yeah. That Wrestle Dream card that they're putting together, it looks like they're putting together the greatest pay per view, like since. Pay per views? Since. I don't know. Yeah. Since like the, the 80s, since like the Jim Crockett. NWA 1980s. So to my point, if you're WWE and you're trying to compete with that and you don't have the roster to let you compete with that, of course you're going to bring back legends, right? That's your only option. Yeah. So John Cena is definitely one. Uh, But, I mean, can you imagine just the buzz? Like, they would talk about that on ESPN, like on regular television, if... John Cena and The Rock came back to have a match. Even if it was at Fastlane. You think you know? so? Oh, I definitely think so. Yeah. I don't know. People love The Rock. People oh, love I know talking that. about The I Rock. They love being all up in The Rock's business. So yes, I think I think on Pardon the Interruption they would mention the John Rock. Cena and The Rock have come back to WWE to have, have one last match together or whatever, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. that's a big deal. Yeah. Or, yeah. like, even just The Rock getting involved in a Bloodline story. 
is a big deal because well, that's his family, you know? So. Well, we all thought he would get, most of us thought he would get involved eventually. Mm-hmm. And now he's finally gotten involved. He finally showed up in that shocking appearance back in yeah. uh, at Denver on SmackDown a couple weeks back. That was last week, wasn't it? Last week. Feels like longer. Mm-hmm. Last week, though. Uh, he didn't show up this week, though. Wonder wonder if he'll be there next week. Who knows? Tune in. Yeah. Uh, I get... I mean, they're setting it up. It seems seems like it's going to be The Rock and, uh, and Cena, yeah. It, it'll be a great disappointment if that's what it's... If that's not what they do. I think the only thing they can do... Not that this would live up to the Cena and the Rock. But they could have AJ Styles come back and be like, I'm healed. I'm going to be the partner. You know? And I think yeah. that would be like the least disappointing option. Yeah. If you're picking someone that's not the Rock. Yeah, but now they've already planted the seed, you know? But they didn't really plant the seed. The audience was chanting the Rock's name. They are chanting Rocky. So, I mean, I feel like that's that's the audience planting that seed. No. 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 You think this was an intentionally planted seed? I do, yes. Yes, I do. Well, maybe that's what we're getting. And they said, that, yeah, they said there's a contract with only one part, with only one name on it. Mm-hmm. So, pointing out that there's room for another, doesn't necessarily have to be AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, that, they planted the seed, yes. Mm-hmm. So I, well, that's one way to make the bloodline a hot storyline again. Yeah. Good God. Yeah, because it has kind of fallen off. Roman Reigns has disappeared from television again. Mm-hmm. Has two titles, and they've disappeared from television again. Uh, Paul Heyman has been calling him on his cell phone. He doesn't ever seem to answer. Right. Call Roman Reigns, and we never, yeah, we never mm-hmm. see him really... Plus, what kind of what kind of phone app is he using, where you don't have to say like, "Hey Siri" or Alexa or "Okay Google." It just goes straight to you saying, "Call Roman Reigns," and your phone calls him. Yeah. What kind of magic phone does he have? I don't magic know. Bloodline phone. There's a fancy Bloodline case that you can buy for twelve ninety nine. I'm, I'm sure. sure. Yeah. All right. So, other than the Bloodline, what storylines we got going on? Other than the bloodline, what do we have going on? Well, we have Bobby Lashley still trying to set up the Hurt Business again. What's the holdup with that? I don't know. They're dragging it out. Yeah, like too uh, much. Too much, yeah. Like get a move on. Yeah, where they're... He's taking them here. He's taking them there. They're eating nice food. They're they're wearing nice suits. And like, what does he want from them? Like, cause To win matches. Yeah. And that's what I was about to say, is this week on SmackDown, Rey Mysterio and Santos Escobar beat the Street Profits. Rey Mysterio, uh, Dawkins thought he had Mysterio dead to rights. Mm-hmm. And Rey Mysterio climbed down him, the little wrestling god, he climbed down him and he turned it into a pin and left Dawkins stunned in the middle of mm-hmm. the ring with a loss. Bobby Lashley did not handle that well. No, he didn't. So what does he want from them? He wants them to win. Hmm. So is he like coaching them or he's just like plying them with fancy foods and fancy clothing? I think both. Okay. I think both. But we haven't seen the coaching. 
Well, there he did some. I can't remember what it was now. He did something during that match where he was like telling them what to do and they didn't do it. You remember that? I don't remember. There was like a moment where he was looking very displeased on the side, like mid match. I don't know. It gave me it gave me the impression that he was wanting them to do stuff that the street profits who were not originally heels were like not willing to go there. Like, I don't think it was like cheating, but something just kind of like questionable. Mm-hmm. I I don't recall. Yeah. Sorry, no, no, that's no, okay. Um, but where's uh, it? I like that there's a new faction brewing, but I feel like this new faction has been brewing for. What, like a month and a half now? Yeah, they need to get get happened. established. Yeah. And they need more members, I feel like, you know. Yeah, one, more than one just dude three. was a tag team. Yeah. And is Lashley still wrestling? Is he just a manager now? Like, that's unclear also. I figure he'll still wrestle, but yet it's weird. I mean... He hasn't. He, hasn't he was, he was, he was just wrestling for titles and stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and now he's in, in a managerial capacity. Which, I mean, I like managers. I'm glad that there's a manager. Yeah. But it's just surprising because they were pushing him Yeah. pretty hard prior well, to that. Well, who would you see if they're going to... I feel like they need two more people in it, you know? Make it a good mm-hmm. faction. Four guys and Bobby Lashley, you know? I, I see stylistically or three maybe three guys and a woman and Bobby Lashley yeah stylistically I could see uh Austin Theory being part of the Hurt Business really well the Hurt Business though seems to be uh a black thing well I didn't know if it was only for for people of color I think so so far all the members have been Mm -hmm. black yeah. So I think that's. Oh, okay. I, what, didn't, I didn't know that was by design or just coincidental. I think it's by design. Okay. I think it's by de- very well, then, much by design. Yeah. But not Austin Theory. No, so I, I don't yeah. think Austin Theory. Um. Well, they don't have a ton of black wrestlers. No, Are they don't. Going to put them all in one faction. <laughs> no, they don't. Right, and that's the 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 hurdle we run into. Is Bianca Belair going to turn heel and join? We don't. There were some rumblings on the internet about, I mean, not not from any reliable, just from people on the internet being like wanting her to turn heel. Uh, that would enjoy, be enjoy interesting. It would be interesting. It would be interesting, really, mm-hmm. if she joined them. Yeah. That would be very interesting. I could see it, too. Yeah. And this is not in our news section, but Bianca Belair uh, came out this week saying there's nothing wrong. She just hasn't been on TV because she's at home doing some self-care, is what she said. Um just because she's been absent for oh, the last week or so, uh, or two weeks or so. Um, but yeah, I think Bianca would be interesting. Um, and who else have we got? Uh, not Ricochet. Not Ricochet. No. They got rid of Shelton Benjamin. Yeah. Who else did Which they we'll have? talk about later. Uh, Cedric Alexander? Is he still, yeah. Is he still signed? Cedric Alexander. Yeah, who is his partner? God damn, who was it? I cannot remember. Mm. Was it when it was Shelton Benjamin? Was it? Well, I can't remember now. <laughs> I can't remember, honestly. Was it? What about the guy? Who was the guy that was Nigerian and he got a Nigerian accent oh, Apollo on Cruz. television? Yeah. Paulo Cruz. Does he still work there? Yeah. He wasn't he, he wasn't so. listed as the recent firings anyway. Okay. Um that would be nice for them to do something with him that wasn't just embarrassing. I agree. 
Well, he came back uh, briefly. Yeah, with like no wind in his sails. I feel yeah. like this could at least give him some wind. I feel, uh, I agree with that. Apollo Crews, um, if he's still with them, yeah. Is he? <laughs> he wasn't listed among the recently released, right. so that's all I know. I don't remember him getting released. But he he's hasn't good. been on TV. I mean, no, he's yeah, he's very very talented in the ring, yeah. Mm-hmm. Needs help on the mic, but you know. And that's the weird thing, is that Bobby Lashley is not good on the mic. Yeah, to be a manager. But to be the leader of this mm-hmm. faction. Yeah. Especially replacing MVP, who is very good on the mic. Yeah. I think. You know, yeah. I mean which why did he replace? There was no explanation, he just took it over. Mm-hmm. Okay. I didn't know if I missed something. Sometimes I don't always pay attention. But there was no explanation. He just took it over. I never got an explanation. Okay. I never saw one. Uh, okay. I never saw it. So, Apollo Crews would be interesting. Bianca Be- Apollo Crews, Bianca Belair, and the Street Profits. What about Cedric Alexander? Are you leaving him out in the cold? So, do do four men, you think? And leave Bianca no, to be a four, face? four men and a woman. Four men. That's a big... It's a big faction. You know how many people are in LWO? It's four men and a woman. That's true. That's true. I think in order to be a faction, you need that many. Because otherwise, you're like barely like over a trio. Okay. Apollo Crews, Bianca Belair turning heel. Apollo Crews turning heel. And the Street Profits. So all the black people on their show are going to be heels? Except for Ricochet? Oh, that's not good. That's not good. That's not good. That's not a good look. No. I don't know. Oh wait, that's not all the black people on their show. Uh, there's uh, the girl from the Caden Carter. Yeah. Uh, in the the tag division. Carter and uh, who was it? Chance and. Chance, and Carter. Caden Carter and something Chance. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Something like that. I don't know which one is which though. Neither do I. Okay. Tag team. Yeah. Well, one of them is not white. One of them is is Carter, and one of them is Chance. Yes. You have a chance of guessing which one. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, I don't think they should do all the black people on the roster in a heel in a heel faction. You say you really don't think it would be fun. I think it would be fun. No, and no. here's why. So representation matters, and having positive role models for all people is important. Yeah, and so when you take all the people that look like you and yeah. you make them all bad guys yeah who are you gonna look up to as like a little kid that's true yeah you can't turn yeah yeah i mean they're getting well see that's why take out bianca leave her a face leave her a face huh what about little boys who are they gonna look up to ricochet they got ricochet yeah well and if jade cargill makes a appearance soon she could she can be a heel she could be she could be her business. We said she needed a manager. She could be her business. Yeah. So maybe they're they're probably not gonna put her with them though, but they could. Mm-hmm. That would be that would be cool. Well, we have, as some we sort have of like, like if they put her kind of with Bobby Lashley, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like on his level as some sort of ex- exec co executive executive assistant. Something like that, you know? Well, according to Dave Meltzer, WWE is working on high-priority main roster creative for Jade Cargill. So, 
That's like better with Bobby Lashley could be main roster, high priority. Yeah. Because they're putting some time into the Street Profits. I mean, they've mm-hmm. been getting TV time. Yeah. Regular, regularly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what else we got? So storylines. Anything else we got that's of note? We got a Charlotte Bailey match coming up next week. Right. We had um, uh, Charlotte. Well, the, it was a, Io Sky uh, and Asuka had a good match. And Charlotte was ringside. And she got into it with damage control. And so she and Bailey are having a match next week on SmackDown mm-hmm. on the twenty ninth, and uh, that should be good. Haven't haven't seen the, those two in a while, yeah. and they can do it. You know, Bailey hasn't had a good. singles match in a while. I feel like that's that's correct. Yeah, yeah. I feel like yeah, that's correct. Nice to see her back. Not on TV at least. Yeah, yeah. not on TV. So that'll be nice to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about. Well, we're kind of jumping around. I want to let's stay on SmackDown. Let's not get too confused, okay? Oh, okay. I didn't know we were doing it by show. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, well, I just want to, let's stay on SmackDown. Because mm-hmm. um, we're jumping around. Uh, we talked about that. We talked about that. Okay. Uh, Rey Mysterio, I think next week, is defending mm-hmm. his U.S. title against Santos, Santos. Escobar. Yeah. Which I thought they, I thought so they already I, did that. Did they not already do this? I don't think so. Maybe they just have been... Did they book it a while out? This match yeah. has been coming for a while. It feels like it. And I, so it's so long that I thought it already happened. No, it has not happened. Okay. No. So, uh, Escobar said, yeah, it's his dream, you know, to, to oh, fight yeah. Rey Mysterio for a, with a belt on the mm-hmm. line. And, I, yeah, I can see that. It, it, it would, if I were a wrestler, it would be one of my dreams. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. Rey Mysterio's, uh, would be one of my wrestling idols for sure. I mean, he's amazing. Mm-hmm. He's still still amazing. Um, but yeah, so what do we see? I don't know. What do we see coming out of this? Is Santos? No, I think they're just gonna have a match. They're gonna hug it out afterwards, no matter who wins, and the LWO is gonna continue being a happy little faction. That they will hopefully eventually do something interesting with. Really? Nothing's going to come of it? Nothing? It's too soon. It's too soon after the LWO formed. If anything, the LWO needs to feud with the Judgment Day, as we have said many times, and I will continue to say till I am dead. Uh, but no, they don't need... They, they're, they're too new and they're too small to fracture. Because it's either going to kill it... Or it's going to split them in half, but there's only five of them. So then you have, what, three against two? Mm-hmm. And one of them's a woman? Yeah. That doesn't make an interesting faction war, you know? Yeah. Like, I know I think you are someone who I, I talk about wrestling to people all the time, so I don't know who I talk to, but someone said that they thought that they might be doing the, like, NWO split into, like, Wolfpack with them or whatever. Yeah. Uh, there's not I enough think, people. Uh, there's not enough people, yeah. Yeah, I've heard that. If that's where they're going, they're they're pulling the trigger on it too soon. Yeah. Like way too soon. LWO isn't established enough. They have yeah. they haven't had enough angles. Like have they had any angles? No. Yeah. So no. I mean that's why like you built this faction to fight the judgment day and then you separated the judgment day and the LWO. Yeah. Like ugh. Like we know they exist and they've sold some T shirts. Yeah. And I need to buy a T shirt. 
my size. Um, but that's you know that's about it really. Mm-hmm. They haven't done a whole lot. Well, I mean, they got in, in terms in terms of leaving their mark. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Rey Mysterio has won the United States title. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's notable noteworthy. Um, but that's about it. Yeah. So yeah, you don't see Escobar turning. You think that yeah, nothing. Nothing no, come. I don't think so. I think it would be I think it would be unwise. I think it's better to do the like this match made them even stronger as a unit kind of angle because they have such great mutual respect for each other, blah blah blah. You know? Like I think that's a better direction to, to head it in. Yeah. I agree. And then they need to fuse with the judgment day, and then Damian Priest needs to finally leave the judgment day and join the LWO. They're on different shows though. Ugh blah. No, Judgment, no. So Judgment Day's on Raw. Except yeah, the tag champs can go. And, yeah. and Damien can go wherever. Right. And where Damien and and uh, Finn go, Rhea and, and Dominic follow. So, I mean, come on. The Judgment Day is WWE. They can go wherever they want. They have my permission. Um, yeah. So, oh, wait. Can we, can we talk about the one... Sorry, do you have more storylines, things to talk about? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, go ahead. Well, let me see how long we've been talking. Okay. I want to talk about the witches at some point. Okay, well, let's talk about the witches now, because we can talk about them right now. Yes. So the witches had the best promo of all promos ever promoed. It was awesome. Yeah. On SmackDown, yeah. Uh, Isla Dawn and Alba Fire had a bit... Where they were talking about how, you know, everyone keeps saying that the the women's tag team championships are cursed, you know, because people keep getting injured mm-hmm. or ill while they have them. And they keep, you know, so they keep getting vacated or they, so they have to find a new partner. Like it just happened with Chelsea Green where she had to find a new partner and Piper Niven just stepped up and grabbed the belt and said, it's mine. I'm your partner now. Um, who was Chelsea Green's partner? Sonia Deville. Right, correct. Thank you. Uh, Sonia Deville. Uh, but so so people have been saying that they're cursed. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of pe- a lot of people have been saying that, and including us. Including us, <laughs> yeah. yes. They seem cursed. Yeah. They do. They truly do. And you know, so now the witches are on there, and they've got this the scene set up, and they're like. Uh, they're like, who, you know, who would have done that? Yeah. Who could have cursed these belts, you know? And this was just such a such a great thing to put on television, oh, I think, you know? it was perfect. Know? It was perfect. And I love that they took this, like, internet rumor, you know, and just ran with it and, mm-hmm. and made it part of a storyline. I think, what a great move, you know? Yeah. Made it part of uh, canon. Yeah. That the witches have cursed the mm-hmm. women's tag team title belts yeah. just because they can't they can't have them. Well, well, not only that, but they lost their belts in the unification right. uh, process because they were the NXT women's tag champions. Right. Uh, so is that when they cursed them? You think? I believe I believe that's what they're implying. Yeah, uh, when they yeah. lost the NXT tag team titles, or when they were unified. Yeah. Something has gone wrong with literally every team that has had them since then. Yeah. Uh, whether it be injury or partner turning on partner. Right. Uh, yeah, I think there's been three injuries and then one betrayal. Something like that, yeah. yes. 
They've all ended mm-hmm. badly, poorly. Yeah. All yeah. the rains have ended in in, in odd ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's pretty funny. I loved it. Anytime wrestling turns into a, and I know some people think it's goofy. It's you know, it's a matter of, just a matter of taste. You know, whether you like that kind of thing or not. For me, anytime wrestling turns into like a horror movie, I love it. And it's just in time for spooky season. Yeah, yeah. Perfect so, timing. So I, I loved it. it. And I was wondering where the witches have been. You yeah. know, they've been off television for mm-hmm. months now. Well, now you know they've been honing their witchcraft. Yeah. Getting their curse nice and nice and stable. You know. So that that was cool. I I really yeah. enjoyed that that segment on SmackDown. Yeah, I say segment. It was like. 20 seconds but like the best 20 seconds yeah it was awesome yeah all right uh on raw uh one thing i want to talk about on on raw drew mcintyre pinned main event jay uso in the main event of raw and after that the judgment day attacked jay uso and drew mcintyre refused to help so what do you make of that? Is Drew is it Drew just you know being like, "Oh, you know, fuck Jay Jay Uso, you know, he he fucked me with with the with the bloodline mm-hmm. back then at Clash Clash at the Castle and I still have bad feelings toward him." Is it that or is it part of this, you know, McIntyre heel turn that people are are saying is going to happen? I can't I can't tell if they're trying to make McIntyre like a tweener, you know? Yeah. Which I hate that term. We gotta yeah. come up with something better than that. It's yeah. so terrible. Um but yeah. anyway, I can't tell if if that's what's going on or if they are gonna push him full heel. I feel like what was holding him back from becoming a full heel already was that he was partnered with Matt Riddle. Yeah. But that's no longer the case. Right. So I don't know. I think character and story-wise, I think it's just he got so screwed over by the bloodline, you know, that he's just bitter about it. Mm-hmm. But I think that there is a probable heel turn in his future. So you think both? I think both. Okay. But I think oh. I think that we're supposed to think it's because of Jimmy uh, Jay's involvement in the bloodline and screwing him over. So do you think we're going to end up seeing... Like heel Drew McIntyre versus Seth Rollins. Oh, maybe that'd be good. Yeah, that would be cool. I've I've not seen that before. I was gonna say, have we seen them? I've before? not seen like, it at all. Like I don't. I don't know. Yeah. I, I've not seen it before. Yeah, me either. So I don't know if they've fought before, but mm-hmm. I I've never seen it. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That would be cool. I would I be, be for Drew. That, yeah. I would be for Drew. I oh think. God, I would be for Drew. But uh, yeah, it would be a very interesting mm-hmm. matchup. For yeah. sure. All right, let's see what else have we got on Raw that I want to talk about. Nothing really. One thing I do want to talk about is how they they jobbed out my boy, Chad Gable. You know, he's been on this streak of, know, of yeah. gaining fans, gaining popularity. People love him. Uh, you know, getting behind him like he's mm-hmm. like he's an Olympic hero or some shit, you know? Yeah. Which he, well, he did go to the Olympics, you mm-hmm. know? Uh didn't he? Right? Yeah. yeah, he went to the Olympics. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
but he, he ends up getting pinned and getting squashed. Not squashed, not like a squash match. Like, literally, he got squashed. Bronson Reed <laughs> came off the top rope and squashed him yeah. and pinned him. Uh, and, yeah, Bronson Reed got the big Bronson Reed got the big win over Chad Gable. Uh, so, I don't right. know. What do you think about that? I mean, I think it's pretty crappy. Yeah, I, I was they're... really excited about the trajectory they had put him on, and now it's like he just ran into a wall. Yeah. I don't know. It's like they keep doing this with, with people on Bronson Reed, but then they're not doing right. anything with Bronson Reed. Right, yeah, exactly. They They keep... They keep building people up for Bronson Reed to smush them. Yeah. But then... In the mid-card. In the mid-card, but then they're not doing anything once they get smushed. Yeah, he's like the strongest guy in the mid-card, but he can't go for a mid-card belt because they don't want to do Bronson Reed versus Gunther. Yeah. Even though that would be that would be a sight to see, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would. Do it! Let's fucking do... Like, why don't they do some interesting shit, you know? What a great question. Let's see Bronson Reed versus Gunther. I would mm-hmm. love to see that match. Yeah. It's just it's it gets frustrating the way WWE books. I can't be the only one thinking this, you know. And I I don't like to complain. I I like to keep things positive here on the show. The way WWE books sometimes really gets frustrating. Because you see, see the same matches all the time, and then there's matches you've never seen that you don't you'll never get to see. Exactly. Yeah. Because of like in glass ceilings. Mm-hmm. and invisible walls like yeah for some reason Bronson Reed is 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 beating all these mid-card guys but isn't worth fighting the intercontinental champion Gunther mm-hmm. yeah so what's sense. his mid-card prize nothing just standing in the mid-card being the king of the mid-card I well, guess he's not the king because the king has the belt right so he's the the secondary case, the prince of the mid card. I mean, is that? It's a pretty crappy title. Yeah, it is a pretty crappy title. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> but is that what he is? The prince of the mid card, Bronson Reed. Yeah. I don't know, because then sometimes he disappears for a while too. Like he's not consistently on television. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. No, there's been like a week or two here and there where he's missing. I would say he's consistently on television, yeah. I don't think we've seen him in several weeks. No, well, no. Now that I think about it, you're right. Yeah, because he wasn't he had. He has been, yeah, he's been gone a little bit, yeah. You're right. But the Prince of the Midcard, yeah, it's frustrating. I like Bronson Reed. I'm not, uh, I want to see Bronson Reed and Gunther. I don't know who I would want to win. I don't know who I'd che- I would cheer for Bronson Reed, I feel like. If I were the booker, I don't know who I would book to win. That's tough. I would I would be cheering for Bronson Reed, though, I'll tell you that. It would be such an interesting match. See this boulder of a man face this, like, wall of a man, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would love to see it. This is the problem when you have to have storylines to have good matches, you know? 
you don't get to have these. Like, people, I'm going to talk about AEW for two seconds again. I apologize. But people complain all the time that there's no, like, storylines. There's just good matches in AEW. Well, in WWE, there's storylines, but there's not good matches. You know? I mean, there's good matches. But, like, there's these matches that, like, you want to have happen, but because they can't make it happen in the storyline, it's never going to happen. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. And that sucks. Because they're restricting themselves. They're protecting wrestlers like they're protecting Gunther they don't want to see they don't want Bronson Reed to make Gunther look weak mm-hmm. you know yeah, so you're just never going to have your monsters fight each other I guess not alright let's uh, let's move on from the storylines and talk about some real world stuff some news WWE news Hot off the wire here for you. Uh, this week, we had some uh, some sad news for a lot of people. Uh, of course, uh, the the merger became final between WWE and UFC. You know, Endeavor had purchased WWE and merged the two together to form TKO, uh, as it's called now, on on the stock market. Uh, so, uh, they let uh, a lot of people, they let over a hundred, you know, office workers go, you know, uh, uh, white collar jobs go, they let, let over a hundred go. And then they started with the wrestlers this week. So they fired uh, Matt Riddle, uh, former world champion Dolph Ziggler, uh, Riddick Moss, um, Mustafa Ali, Dana Brooke, uh, Massey of the Maximum Male Models, uh, Mansoor, uh, Shelton Benjamin, Rick Boogs. I think that may be a complete list. I may have missed someone. If I did, I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, a lot of wrestlers let go. So. That's not a complete list of all the wrestlers. It's probably they, they let go of like 20 wrestlers. Okay, that's not a complete yeah, list. No, that's okay. it. Those are just the ones that I thought were the most well-known. Okay. From from the main roster. Oh, right, right. Oh, no, no. Yeah, because there were sure a bunch of people. That's like, not a complete Dalla, list. Top Dollar, I think, yeah. got let go too. Top Dollar, yeah. That's not a complete list. Yeah, that's true. Uh, th- those are just some of the bigger names, right? Um, yeah, so sad day. Uh, you know, that stinks. Mm-hmm. That's one of those things. I'm going to get on my soapbox for a minute. When you have two massive companies merge who are making record... I don't know about UFC, but I can tell you about WWE is making record profits, record profits, and they merge with another company, and then they fire people. That's, it's, it's disgusting. You know, Mm -hmm. it makes me, that's the kind of shit that makes me not want to watch WWE, Mm -hmm. not want to support them. Yeah. You know? Yeah, but I, I watch it for the for the wrestlers that are there uh, to mm-hmm. to support them. I watch it for yeah. them. 
But I mean, that's it's just that that kind of corporate bullshit. That, you know, just like where you're trimming trimming the fat is the way they see it. Just mm-hmm. all these people cutting their jobs while you're making record profits. Yeah. You know, and now Matt, Matt Riddle's case that's something different, but the rest of them, uh, it's just. And, and and I'm talking about the the over a hundred you know office workers too. Uh, you know I'm sure there were some redundancies you know where you you didn't need two people doing the same job. I get that. But I'm I'm sure some people could have stayed. You know. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. I'm sure a lot of times now what they do is they give somebody the job of somebody else, so now somebody's doing the work of two people. Yeah, absolutely. That's the way it fucking works in America. Mm-hmm. I'll tell yeah. you that. And that is the way it works in America, where people have to do more and more work for the same amount of money. And... Yeah, it's it's sick. That that kind of that kind of lust for money to make to make just the the most profit. Let's cut we're making record profits, but we can go a little higher. We can get a little higher if we just fire these 20 people. That just lust for the dollar. And what's It's so, really sick. What's so shocking? is some of them had matches scheduled. Mm-hmm. Like, future matches. Like, at No Mercy, the NXT pay-per-view that's happening at the end of the month. Mm-hmm. PLE. I'm sorry, PLE. <laughs> uh, Mustafa Ali had a match scheduled against Dominic Mysterio. Mm-hmm. And they fired him. Mm-hmm. Not Dominic Mysterio, Mustafa Ali. Um, yeah. And, like, Shelton Benjamin just won this past week a match on main event. You know, so it's not like they're people who weren't active right you know it's just dana brooks been active in nxt mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's just really odd it is yeah yeah but i i've i've said my piece now uh i think people get the point just just uh, just a sad day that that, mm-hmm. that reflects the way that our economy works. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 sick from the top to the bottom. It's sick. Okay. In other news. Speaking of being sick. Oh, huh, good transition. I did not <laughs> walk right into that transition. Uh LA Knight unfortunately has COVID-19. So that is why he was not on uh, SmackDown this week. So best wishes to him. Hopefully he gets gets well soon. Doesn't lead to anything, uh, you know, anything serious for him. Hope not. Uh, big announcement. WWE Elimination Chamber is going to be in Perth, Australia. February 24th, 2024. So two twenty four twenty twenty four in Perth, Australia. 
So the time difference, I think, would put it at something like 6 a.m. here, something like that. If they started at 7 p.m. or 8 p.m., I don't, I don't know. What really? I think, I think so. I think that. We, so what we are were, they going to we do? We were talking about it the other day. I, that's what I heard. I, I could be mm-hmm. wrong. That's what I heard. So what's the plan? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the plan is. What is the Australia time difference? Can can you see? Um, and one one interesting thing. This is. This isn't really funny, but it's I don't know. Uh, Emma, uh, who is Australian, she's a she was a with WWE. They made this announcement about Elimination Chamber, and she makes this post about how excited she is that. She, you know, there's they're going to do an event in her home country of Australia. And then about uh, 40 minutes later... They released her. They released her, and she has a post that says, Well, I'm not with WWE anymore. So... That sucks. Yeah. The time, time difference is 14 hours ahead of Eastern Standard Time. 14 hours ahead of Eastern? Okay. Yes. So, right, if they're at 8 p.m., yeah, exactly. Maybe 8 a.m. 6 a.m. No, 6 a.m. Did I say, oh, I said twice, I said 14. 14. I'm sorry, I yeah, I yeah. 12, so, I yeah, they were right. So, if they start at 8 p.m., uh, it's going to be 6 a.m. here. So, get your pajamas and your cereal bowls ready for a 6 a.m. pay-per-view. Will you get up No, if what? it's 14 hours, if it's 8 a.m. there, it will be 10 here. No, wait, say it again. It's a 14-hour time difference. Yeah. So, am I doing my math backwards? I'm thinking I might be doing my math yeah, backwards. Yeah, you're, you're wrong. I'm doing my math backwards. Never mind, you're right. 14 Turns hours, yeah. yeah. It goes this Back, way. Yeah, that way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Huh. So, right. So, it'll be 6 a.m. here, and it's 8 p.m. there. So, would you get up for a 6 a.m. pay-per-view? Hell No. You don't want to get up and Hell put on put no. on pajamas and eat some cereal and watch a pay per view. Sounds fun. At six a.m., that does not sound fun. It sounds fun. You're crazy. Go to bed early and then get up at. at I already go to bed. <laughs> get go to bed early, and then get up at like you know, five thirty. Put on PJs. Get some. Get several. Get a flight. Cereal flight. You know. Get several cereals ready. Oh, get get some fruity pebbles. Oh my god, you with the cereals. Okay, we're not gonna talk about cereals. Oh, we're moving get on. Get some crunch berries. Was there ever a wrestling cereal? That's a good question. Uh, I think there was, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. Seems I like never I never had it. If I there was, a, I, I never had it. I'm believing there was one then. Well no, it would might have been in the in the eighties. Before I was eating sugar cereals in the like mid eighties when I was uh, when you were a baby a baby yeah it might have been like a Hulk Hogan mm-hmm. cereal or seems WWF like a, cereal seems like a market they would have tapped into you yeah know? I agree as I was saying though you get some oh fruity gosh, pebbles no, we're moving on from your cereal you get some talk. crunch berries <laughs> no we're not we're not doing a cereal flight discussion right now okay. So just be prepared to wake up really early is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We could do a watch-along where we're all in our pajamas. Yeah, it'd be fun. It's 
6 a.m. Oh, 6 a.m. I don't want to watch that. Yeah, I don't know. They're all know. grumpy. Huh? Everyone will be really grumpy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I'll do. I don't know. I guess we'll... we'll we, have, we have till February to prepare. We'll either get up really early or watch it later. I don't know. It's the internet's fault that we have this problem. If the internet didn't exist, we could watch it much later and have no idea what the results are, you know? Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what we do. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Uh, WWE streaming rights are set to expire on Hulu. All right, Kay. So what does that mean for the WWE and Hulu? So... As of right now, the contract that they have for next day rights to WWE Raw, as well as other WWE content, is set to expire. Meaning if you go on Hulu to WWE content, it says leaving soon. And so far, there's not been any extension or agreement to further that on. There have been talks uh, where people thought that September 2024 was going to be the expiration date of their deal, but mm-hmm. those uh, apparently were incorrect. Okay, so do we? Have, we don't know the we don't date. Have, we don't have a date now. But um, very soon. It's soon enough where they're saying that the content is leaving soon on their actual app, like it says it on there. Leaving so, soon. Leaving soon. Okay, so whatever soon means yeah. to them. Um, and it's interesting because they were supposed to have a show debuting at some point, uh, with Montez Ford and Bianca Belair, featuring them. Um, so and it's unclear if that's still happening or not. Like following them around or what? Uh, that's the impression I got, but I, I can't answer that for sure. Hmm. Okay, thank you. Uh, all right, and, uh, and a huge deal. Uh, WWE signed a, signed a deal to bring SmackDown back to the USA Network. They did not get the, the giant deal that, that a lot of people were, were thinking and what WWE was hoping for, you know, maybe from an, another network, maybe from NBC or something like that. Uh, and Fox didn't, didn't want to up, even though w, SmackDown's been very good for Fox, they just didn't want to up uh, the price WWE wanted. But USA uh, paid what uh, WWE was satisfied with so SmackDown heading back to USA. So all of the WWE programming will be on the USA Network. I remember back in the day, USA Network. It always was after Raw was a Silk Stalkings, Silk Stalkings. Yeah, that's what it was called. It was a detective show, but it was very like. Sexy. <laughs> you know? Sexy detective show? Yeah. Hmm. Like, it's hard to imagine that. Like, very, you know, very good-looking people. Mm-hmm. A lot of the, you know, the murders had something to do with sex. Uh, was the detective a woman? Is that why it was called Silk Stockings? I don't recall. I think there might have been a man and a woman. I didn't mm-hmm. watch it. As a, as a kid, I didn't watch that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you just remember it starting when... It started after in. Raw, yeah. Because yeah. Raw went, you know, like... I can't remember. 
I cannot remember if it went 8 to 10 or 9 to 11. I feel like it went 9 to 11. Your mom lets you stay up that late as a or, kid? Or was it, God, was it one hour? I can't, I can't remember if it was one hour or two hours back in the day now. can't mm. even remember. Uh, sometimes. Sometimes. Like in the summer, I would get to watch it. Did you record it on your VCR? I, I did. I have some WWF tapes somewhere. I know where one is, uh, so that's fun. I bet there's awesome commercials on there. Yeah, we should watch it. Yeah. Um, I know where one is, but yes, I would tape Raw and then watch it when I came home from school the next day. Like, so Tuesday afternoon, I would watch Raw. Mm-hmm. I would I would get to see the first... 15 minutes of it. I remember that. And then I had to go to bed. And then I would tape the rest. Yeah. Oh my gosh, how could you even sleep without being so excited for what's happening on Raw? It was tough. Yeah, I bet. It was tough. Alright, what else we got for news? Yeah, we get to... Oh, USA. That's how we got to... Yeah, Silk Stalkings and Duckman. Back in the day, Duckman. Just talking about old USA Network shows. He was a he was a private eye, oh, God. and he was a duck, and it was animated. What? And Jason Alexander, you know from uh, Seinfeld. Yeah. Uh, George Casanza yeah. did the voice of Duckman, I believe. All right, moving on. Funny show. Moving on. Moving on. Hulk Hogan is married again. He has married his third wife. Uh, her name is Odd. It is Sky Daily. So, I don't know what that's about. Congratulations. Congratulations to Hulk. Hopefully they're happy. Hopefully he gets over his racist ways and has seen the light and can change his heart. Hopefully he already has. As he has said. So. Alright. Uh, yeah. If you if you don't know what I'm talking about. On, on the. Uh, on that sex tape. That was. That was a big. Big. Big deal. Uh, of Hulk Hogan. And his friend's wife. Ugh. Uh, Hulk Hogan. Used some words that he should not have to describe people and it became obvious that he was a racist and yeah so fuck fuck, fuck Hulk Hogan and a bad friend for fucking his I don't know if he was if he if his friend knew he was fucking his wife I don't know if they were swingers or what uh, the deal was okay. I don't know what the deal was mm-hmm. um but yeah but it was it was revealed on that tape, yeah, I believe that that he was a racist, and it might have been, I think there might have been some other thing that happened too, but uh, yeah, so fuck him, okay, next, and that sucks, you know, because I loved Hulk Hogan when I was a kid, yeah, uh, you know, I loved him, that sucks. Wasn't there, like, a saying or something about how you should, like, never meet your heroes? Right. 
Well, I try to keep, you know, it, it, it's, it's harder with wrestling. You know, I try to keep artists apart from, apart from, I try to keep artists' art apart from them as a person. I, I keep the, I try to keep the art they produce apart from them. And you could say wrestling is art. You could say I that. I definitely say wrestling is art. Wrestling but... is art. Uh, I mean, they're, they're, you know, uh, portraying characters. They're on a stage. It definitely is artistic. So you can like the character, but not the actor. Yeah, like I love, I still love the character of Hulk Hogan, but Terry, Terry Bollea, the actor, uh, seems like, yeah, not, yeah, not so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but what else you got? But yeah, as I said, hopefully, hopefully to to end end this segment on a on a positive note. You know, I believe people can change. I know people can change, and hopefully, he has changed his his ways. Has changed his heart, and. Uh, Hopefully, hopefully he has. Uh, it's tougher. The older you get, the tougher it is to change. I know that. But, uh, hopefully, hopefully he's changed. Uh, up next, Randy Orton has been seen at the WWE Performance Center. Uh, so, he's recovering from injury. Oh, uh, recovering from, yeah, surgery. Yeah, his surgery. He had spinal fusion surgery, I believe. Mm. Uh, so, hopefully this means that he's testing the waters uh, and will is planning on making an in-ring appearance again at some point. Right, because, you know, I was listening to a podcast and somebody pointed out, that they were like, oh, he could just be lifting weights. And it's like, he could lift weights at home. Yeah. You know? <laughs> He went to the Performance Center, WWE mm-hmm. Performance Center, yeah. for a reason, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So, that's good news on return. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, hopefully he's returning. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's missed, definitely. Randy Orton brings a certain, yeah, you're not a big fan? No. No. <laughs> he was said he was a heel when I started watching and like he was very good at being a heel and he made me actively not like him and I haven't quite gotten over that yet. I stopped watching WWE when he got into the whole like RK Bro thing that endeared him to many people after his heel phase. I, I missed all of that, so I have not been in, he has not been endeared to me yet. RK Bro with Matt yeah. Riddle. Yeah. It was silly. Uh, so yeah, so Orton, on the on the comeback trail, his his spinal fusion was, it feels like it was about two years ago. Mm-hmm. And that's a surgery I had myself actually, and it took it takes one year to heal. At, on on average, every everyone's different, of course, but on on average they say it takes one year to heal. Uh, but people are different. I'm not going around and. You know, slamming my body around, and uh, I, I can't believe he's going to be doing that. Well, if you remember, uh, 
about two months ago, we reported that Randy Orton's father, Bob Orton, said that Randy's uh, doctors advised him to no longer wrestle. Right. Um, which it looks like he may not be taking that advice. Yeah. So I don't know. Whatever he does, I hope he does it safely. Mm-hmm. And because I don't know when it, when I had that surgery, they told me. I can I could lead a normal life and do what I want, and I didn't ask them anything about wrestling. You know, people. <laughs> I just told them I wanted to be able to play basketball. You know, mm-hmm. and they said I should be able to. So, uh, so I don't know. It, you know, so several people have had the the fusion and and wrestling. Uh, who who is that? Trent Beretta. Trimberetta, yeah, had neck, neck, right, fusion, neck yeah. spinal fusion in his neck. Edge has had it, hasn't he? Who? Edge. Edge, I believe, did yeah. have it, yeah. And in his back, in, in his neck also, it correct? His neck also, yeah, yeah, his right. neck. Um, so, yeah, and just Randy Orton's, I believe, actually was his back, though, wasn't it? I believe it was his back. And not his neck, yeah. Because uh, Braun Strowman just had his neck done. Yeah, yeah, Strowman had his neck, correct. Um, uh, Rick Rude just had, not Rick Rude, what's the, the other Rude, what's his name? Bobby, Bobby Rude. Rude. Bobby Rude. Uh, he had his neck done twice. Yeah, I think he's That's done. That's why he's gone for so he, long. Well, I heard he's been working as a road agent uh, for them. Oh, cool. For WWE. So, hopefully he'll he'll move, and, you know, kind of be like booking, uh, not booking, uh, well, kind of like booking matches, setting up matches and mm-hmm. stuff, maybe for some some of the opening matches, those that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Kind of, you know, hopefully he finds a a a place and in, in WWE where where he can uh let his expertise uh be used, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, like I said, I'm not going out there to wrestle with my spinal fusion. They told me, remember this? They told me, unless you get hit by a truck, it's pretty fine. Do you remember that? Mm -hmm. That's what they told me. Because I asked them about roller coasters, too, Mm -hmm. and spinal fusion. I said, is that a good idea? And they said, unless you get hit by a truck, you're going to be pretty fine. Mm -hmm. So. Well, because your bone grows or, like... It, like, attaches to the hardware. You know right. what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, it becomes a unit. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. I, hope, I hope it worked. Yeah, for Randy. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I mean, for me, too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it seems to have worked for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope it worked for Randy. It seems, seems to have, if he's going to the performance center, and I hope he doesn't jeopardize what his health. That's all. I I just really do. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Uh, we mentioned earlier, WWE is working on a high-priority main roster creative for Jade Cargill. That is according to Dave Meltzer of Wrestling Observer. So they're going to bring her in. Uh, it's not clear if she's coming to... Uh, uh, to be a face or be a heel... I don't know. What do you think? Heel? Heel. You think so? 
Yeah. I think heel and I think put her on Raw. They're on Raw. Yeah, they need women. Yeah. Okay. They need like high level women. You could say that. Hmm. Like she could take on Rhea Ripley, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like right. Plausibly. Believably. Yeah. Believably. Right. Yeah. Okay. I, I can be with that. I wonder what this main role, the, this creative is that they're working on for her, you know? Yeah. Or is she going to have some crazy character they're going to make her do? No, I don't think so. Like what? I don't, who knows? It's Vince McMahon, you know? He's still, he's still got a hand in things, you know? You never know what he's going to do. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. Uh, so we wish the best of luck to Jade Cargill and her... Uh, debut whenever it's gonna be could be any day now uh, it's it it seems like I mean the way mm-hmm. that the news has been presented on the internet doesn't it yeah so like does Tony Khan not put the 90 day he must not no compete clause in his contracts yeah he must not uh all right. Uh, WWE has terminated their partnership with Panini, the card company, for breach of contract. Uh, Fanatics is expected to receive the trading card rights, so I'm not sure why they how they breached their contract with Panini. Yeah. Or I'm not. Excuse me. I'm not sure how Panini allegedly breached their contract with WWE. Yeah, um, the article didn't specify, uh, so that it's not known at this time. Yeah. But they're currently suing each other. Oh. So Panini is suing WWE for breaking the contract. WWE is suing them for breaching the contract in the first place. Okay. Let's see. And it said that um, Fanatics is, is expected to get the trading card rights any day now, but Panini is still selling WWE merchandise, which they're not supposed to. I see. I haven't. I got the AEW one set of AEW cards. I'd like to get the other set too. But uh. If you guys could see the sad puppy dog eyes he just made at me when he said that. I haven't gotten the. Uh, I haven't gotten the. Any WWE cards. I haven't gotten into that. I try to. I try to be careful with my collecting. Yeah, it's things a I collect. Slope. It's a slippery slope. I like cards though. I, I really enjoy collecting cards since I've been a since I was a kid. I've enjoyed collecting cards. Uh started with comic book cards, DC cosmic uh, cards. Uh they have all the superheroes and they would have specific issue cards, uh storyline cards. Uh, and they would show how the heroes evolved throughout the years. That the the cosmic cards that DC put out were really fucking awesome set, and I collected every single one of those. Uh, not the holograms, just the regular cards. I I have all the holograms now, but as a kid, I didn't get all the holograms. Uh, but yeah, I I I really enjoy collecting cards. Those. Uh, I had serial killer cards. I sold those because they, they ended up being worth a bit. Um, I had those for a little while. 
Yeah, you should see the look she's giving me now. <laughs> but you love serial killers, though. Oh, I thought you meant they were serial cards. No, I said serial killer cards. I thought it was some, like, cartoon serial thing. I didn't, no, no, no. For the way you, the way, anytime you say serial, I will never think serial killer. I will always think of the food. Because of how serial focused you are. Um, no, that's awesome. You had serial killer cards? They were they were very cool. They had drawings, uh, not photos, but drawings of the serial killer on the front. And then on the back, you know, talked about the fucked up shit that they did. God, America's so messed up that that's like a thing. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And highly questionable. Yeah. 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 But... Anyway. I had them and I sold them. But yeah, I like collecting cards. That's my point. Let's yeah. get back, back on back track. Back to wrestling here. You know, people, like to, people like to hear me, I think. Okay. Well, then I'll add the only cards. <laughs> they like to hear you, too. That's I've, why they tune in. <laughs> the only cards I've ever collected, I, cl- I have the complete set of Back to the Future cards. Hey, that's cool. Yeah. I used to have, like, because some of them, like, form a picture, like a giant picture. I used to have it framed over my DeLorean Lego set. And then I had, like, my Funko... Doc Brown next to it. I had a little Back to the Future corner with my cards. Where are those? They're in a baggie. They're not in a a card binder. They should be. No, I didn't know a card binder existed till I met you. Yeah, put in a card binder. Yeah, show those puppies off. But then they're just sitting in a binder. They used to be in a cool frame. No, then you could flip through them, look at them, Mm -hmm. and, and they're protected. Yeah. Okay. Do it. Just get a, get a binder. Get right on that. Yeah. We probably got a binder here somewhere. <laughs> anyway, back to wrestling. Yeah, talk about cards. Oh, it's fun collecting cards, folks. Give it a try. Uh, so yeah, Panini and WWE didn't work out. What kind of name is that for a card company? A Panini. You knew exactly what it was. As soon as I told you I read that they were breaking up with Panini, you were like, oh, the card company. Yeah, they're like a big card company. sandwich company. They're a big card company. Odd name. What else you got news? Anything else? Uh, big WWE tryouts this week for Richard Holiday and Brogan Finley. There was a big list of names at one point of people, like a big tryout. I remember there was like... Uh, there's like eight or ten people that they were trying out, which is what I don't understand about these layoffs. Like, why are you laying people off and auditioning new talent at the same time? Like, if you don't have the money to pay who you currently have... What well, just people that they think that are, are quote-unquote, used up. That's terrible. It is terrible, but that's, that's what I think. Mm. But the Matt Riddle firing was a different thing. You know, he... He has some issues... Uh, that he's hopefully working on. Apparently, yeah. That hopefully he's working on. Because he, he went, had some trouble with uh, drugs and or alcohol. And he went to rehab. And then he, he came back. And uh, then he had this, you know, encounter with the the cop at, at the airport. At JFK. At JFK airport. And alleged that the cop sexually harassed him. And then retracted his statement. And then there's still an internal investigation. I'm not sure what came of it. It, it. Well, not only that, but the reason the cop was there in the first place was that there was reports of an 
disorder, disorderly his... person. Yeah. And it turned out to be Matt Riddle. Yeah, he was probably on something. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's let's be honest, you know. Yeah. He was probably on something and, and making a scene. So, hopefully he gets his, his life straight, you know, because mm-hmm. he's a talented guy. Very mm-hmm. talented, no question. And I don't want to see him become a wrestling tragedy. There's been way too many of those, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see it. So, hopefully Matt Riddle can, can get his... Uh, get his sobriety, uh, you know, under control and... Uh, if that's what this is. If that's what is going on, yeah. Which is is what it seems like. Yeah. But... Hopefully he can get his 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 stuff under control. Yeah, but that but I that's why he was let go. Yeah, all that stuff. Uh, you know, I don't think he was on the on the chopping block. You know, like these other mm-hmm. people were. You know, well, his his release was announced at a separate time. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Uh, The, the biggest one, you know, just going back to these releases, Mustafa Ali, you know, uh, I say the biggest one. Probably Dolph Ziggler, Dolph Ziggler was the biggest yeah, one. Hands down the well, biggest We'll one. talk about him in a second. But Mustafa Ali, you know, I see Tony Khan scooping him up. I mean, Tony Khan can't, can't sign every single wrestler that gets fired from WWE. But if he doesn't sign Mustafa Ali, he's crazy. I know you said we're going to talk about him in a minute. If he doesn't sign Dolph Ziggler, he's crazy. Hire that man. Let him teach a clinic on selling. And his company will improve drastically. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, if there's one... If there's one thing that I would... And I, I love I love WWE. I love AEW. And there are things I dislike about both of them also. Uh, if I... If I could pick one thing I don't like about AEW, it would be that the the selling is not good enough. That wrestlers don't sell things enough to make it believable that they're hurt. You know, g- keep me in the match. Make me feel like you're hurt. You know, that's that's part part of the whole thing. It's a big part of the whole thing. Some of the best wrestlers are some of the best sellers. It's not a coincidence. Bret Hart, Ric Flair. Kurt Hennig, people like that, you know, are are good sellers. Uh, And they're some of the best as well. Randy Savage, you got to sell. You got to sell. So uh, Kay is right. Yeah, and Dolph Ziggler, great seller. Bring him in. Let him him teach some of these youngins how to to sell because that's kind of an issue in in AEW. that there's just not enough selling and the degree of selling needs to be turned up a notch too in AEW. They don't they don't sell enough and they don't sell the extremity of things enough. Mm-hmm. Uh the the yeah the, the duration and the degree of selling both need to be turned mm-hmm. up. And that's something that Dolph Ziggler could help them with. I mean, he's a yeah, he's very gifted, a former former world champion, and very gifted. He could definitely help them. Uh, but those two, yeah, 
Yeah, snatch them up. Ziggler and Ali, definitely. Definitely get them. And I would say and Dana, Brooke. Dana Brooke, too. Dana Brooke, Dana Brooke too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, some of the others, who knows? But those three, for sure, yeah, for sure. Is that it for the news? That is it for the news. All right. Well, on to our topic of the week. No, rankings. Rankings, I'm sorry. Rankings. On to rankings. I'm just so excited about the topic of the week that I just tried to jump the gun. Sorry. All right. So these are our top five rankings that we do every week. We do top five men, top five women, and top five teams. Uh, so what do you want to start with, Kay? Let's start with women. Okay. Top five women in WWE. Number five, uh, Charlotte Flair was not on the list last week. Number four, had a good match with EO Sky but lost. Uh, Asuka, she slipped a place. She was third last week. She's number four this week. Number three, NXT Women's Champion, Becky Lynch. She was not on the list last week. Number two, falling from number one. She's been number one the whole time we've been making this list, I think. Uh, The the whole time we've been making these lists. Uh, Rhea Ripley, the WWE Women's World Champion. Number two. And so that means that number one is Io Sky, the WWE Women's Champion, moving up a spot from number two to number one uh, with that big win over Asuka this week. You had to put her at number one. Also, Rhea didn't have a match this week. Yeah, correct. Yeah. So. All right. Let's do teams. Sure. All right. Top five tag teams this week. And the the tag team list, WWE has been doing weird things with their tag teams. Like who gets TV time, who teams up together. So things are changing quite a bit. Uh, So number two through five on our list, they were not on the list last week. (laughs) Believe it or not. So I'll just tell you that. Wait, really? Two through five? Number two through five were not on the list. Wow. All right, let's hear it. Yeah. Number five. The, some of them were on the list two weeks ago, mm-hmm. but none of them were on the list last week. Hmm. Number five. One of the greatest tag teams in history, The New Day. Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods. Number four, the Brawling Brutes. They were in that awesome tag match on SmackDown. They lost, though, to Theory and Waller. Number three, United States champion Rey Mysterio and Santos Escobar. Of the LWO. Of the LWO, yes. They picked up uh, that win over the Street Profits on SmackDown. Number two, Austin Theory and Grayson Waller, who they were calling them what? They were calling them A-Town Down Under. <laughs> on, <laughs> I love it. On I SmackDown. Didn't know that. Yeah, on SmackDown. One of the announcer was calling him that. 
Uh, and number one, they stay number one. They're the undisputed WWE Tag Team Champions, Finn Balor and Damian Priest. Of the Judgment Day. Of Judgment Day, yes. Is it Judgment Day or The Judgment Day? I think it's The Judgment Day. Okay, isn't I, thought it? So. I thought so. I was just making sure. I think so. I think it's The Judgment Day. All right, number five on our list, falling uh, falling far from number two, the undisputed WWE Universal Champion, Roman Reigns, That's number five. That's, That's where he gets. gets for being on vacation. Yeah, yeah saying no. soon he's just going to fall right off of there. If I have anything to say about it. Yeah? He's going to fall right off. Think so? Not to give any... Uh, Backstory to how our lists are made, but he was not on my list this week. Well, if I keep putting him on my list, he'll almost certainly be in the top five. Only if you keep putting him at number two. If I keep putting him at number two, yes. Are you going to keep doing that, even though he's not going to wrestle until... I don't know. Until Crown Jewel? I don't know. Number five, Roman Reigns, yeah. A lot, of, a lot of dispute about where he should be ranked, if he should be ranked. Mm-hmm. You know, some people would say number one because he has, you know, both the belts. Uh, They're unified. It's one belt. Yeah. Uh, both the titles, then, we'll say. Some people would say he shouldn't be ranked at all because he's not wrestling. I say that. Kay says that. She didn't rank him. That he's number five on our list. Uh, number four, making his debut on the list, Kofi Kingston, former WWE champion. Uh, number three, making his return to the list, Cody Rhodes. Got that win over NXT North American champion Dominic Mysterio to open up Monday Night Raw. Uh, number two on the list, back back on the list, was not on it last week. Drew McIntyre beat Jay Uso in the main event of Monday Night Raw. And number one on the list remains. Uh, he he didn't have a match this week, but it remains. WWE World Champion Seth Rollins. And that's our top five. That's the top, 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 five, 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 top five. So speaking of things in fives, our topic of the week. Yes, our topic of the week. Kay is very excited about it. Pretty excited, pretty excited. I like talking about movies, and our topic of the week this week are what are the five best movies featuring wrestlers? You can either base it on the quality of the movie overall or the wrestler's performance. Which did you tend to lean towards? Or a mixture of both? I I went towards the quality of the movie overall. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did too, and then I ranked it based on the wrestler's performance. Okay. I don't know if I'm going to rank it that way. You ranked them? I'm not going to rank mine. I ranked mine. Based on, rest, based on wrestlers' acting performance. Lord, I don't know if I'm going to rank mine. I'm just going to do, do a list. I'm sticking with my ranking. Okay. 
How do you want to do this? Laura, you're excited. I'm you very want, excited. You can start. So yeah, okay. the, we're do, we're doing yeah movies featuring wrestlers. The yeah. the top five movies featuring wrestlers. Yeah. Not about wrestling necessarily, but right, uh, just featuring yeah. pro wrestlers. So why don't I say one and then you say one? Okay. Okay. So at number five for me, I have The Princess Bride featuring Andre the Giant. Good pick. Thank you. Thank As, you. what was the name? Fezzik? Fezzik. Fezzik. Fezzik the Giant, yeah. That's it? You don't want to elaborate any? I put him at number five because I feel like he was playing himself. So the acting-wise, I feel like it wasn't really a stretch, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but that was my first exposure to a wrestler as a child, I think. Uh into the world of wrestling was Andre the Giants. That I knew him as Fezzik way before I knew him as a wrestler. Uh, like I think I was probably in college or out of college by the time I found out that he was a, he was a wrestler. Um, but just a beloved movie uh, by many, especially of my generation. What about you? What's your first movie? Okay, I ranked I ranked mine now. Okay, based on what. Based on the wrestler's uh, performance in the movie. Okay. Okay. Uh, number five, Gremlins 2, The New Batch. Hulk Hogan is in the movie. There's a, there's a scene where the Gremlins have uh, infiltrated the movie theater in this huge uh, uh, building, and they're fucking up the movie, and... And then uh, Hulk Hogan stands up out of his seat like he's watching the movie. And then he starts talking to the crowd. He breaks the fourth wall and starts talking to the the audience of the movie. And is like, you know, I'm sorry. All these gremlins are fucking up your theater-going experience and blah, blah, blah. And, you know. He doesn't say that afterwards. No, he doesn't say that. But, no, 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 no. That's the gist of what he says. I gotcha, I gotcha. He says, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he's yelling. He's yelling at the gremlins. He's like, "Hey, blah blah blah." You know, he's like, "Shut the fuck up, gremlins, or I'm gonna be, I'm gonna get you." You know, that's pretty much. <laughs> that's pretty much what he yells. Uh, pretty good. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so just a pretty short cameo by Hulk Hogan in Gremlins Two, number five. All right, at number four, I have. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, starring as Maui in the animated feature by Disney, Moana. Um, there is a side to The Rock that I had never seen before, the singing side, and he was fantastic and delightful. And I didn't believe that it was really him but until I saw a video of him singing it. Uh, excellent. Excellent job. I love The Rock. I wish he was running for president. I would vote for him. Wow. Okay. My number four is, is Rock, Rockish. It's Rocky Three. Hulk Hogan plays Thunderlips. <laughs> That's a terrible name. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what? Wait, is that like his like boxing name or that's his actual name no, he's a wrestler oh, oh he's a wrestler okay yeah so he's not like mr thunderlips that's not like his last name that's no. his like stage name yeah okay continue yeah. 
That's all I got to say uh, about it. Okay. Why, why is there a wrestler in Rocky Three? They do, uh, they do like a boxer versus wrestler match. Like a brawl just for Just for fun. Yeah. Kind of mm. like a brawl for all, yeah. if you want to look yeah. at it that way. It's, it's a special attraction. Uh, huh. All right. That's cool. At number three, you may argue that he's not a wrestler, but I would tell you to look at the world record holders. Award. We have David Arquette. Former WCW world champion. That's right. World <laughs> champion, David Arquette. Uh, and he stars as Dewey, Officer Dewey, in the John Carpenter? No. Oh, no, no. What's it? Who is it? Uh, wait, don't tell me, don't tell me. No, you gotta tell me, I'm not gonna. Wes Craven. Wes Craven, classic Scream. Wow. John Carpenter. I know. Wow. Don't don't judge me based on my John Carpenter error. Wow. Wes Craven. Yeah. Okay. Wes Craven. No, 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 no. Defined horror in the eighties with Freddy. Yeah, and then in the nineties with Scream. Yeah, defined in the nineties yeah. with Scream. One yeah. could argue that John Carpenter has also defined horror in multiple decades. You could argue that. Correct. Yeah. So I got them mixed up. It's okay. Okay. That's all you got to say about Scream. So Scream is the 1996 horror classic that takes place in Woodsboro, California, uh, where the teens are getting murdered. Um, And it's like a mystery as to who's doing it. There's a ghost-faced masked man uh, killing people with a creepy voice modulator. Uh, He doesn't always call people before he kills them, but he often does, and... So the, uh, what's your favorite scary movie line is from. Yeah, the uh, opening, the opening to Scream is maybe the best opening to any movie ever. But you wouldn't call it one of the best horror movies? No. Wrong. No. Okay. Um, yeah, so. It's uh, a great movie. David like I said, Arquette, don't get me wrong. It's a great movie. David Arquette plays the lovable doofus, uh, deputy. Yeah. Who is bumblingly trying to solve this case and protect his sister, who is also a teen in the town, who's best friends with the main character, Sydney, played by Nev Campbell. And his sister is played by Rose McGowan. Yeah. Hachi Machi. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I realized that was her. Blonde Rose McGowan. Hachi Machi, aye, aye, aye. Mm-hmm. All right, what do you got for number three? Number three, I have... Sam Raimi's Spider-Man and Randy Macho Man Savage. The Macho Man. He played Bonesaw. Because Peter went to, like, try try and test his, you know, test his skills or something like that at wrestling. You know? Mm -hmm. There was a prize. Uh, There was prize money. He Uh, wanted the money? He wanted the money. Yeah. Is this when he had the Spider-Man skills, or or before that? No, he had the, the Spider-Man oh, okay. skills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and he wanted the money, um. So he went and challenged a pro wrestler, and it and it turned out to be the Macho Man. Yeah. It's like creepy how well you do that. You're so terrible at like all accents ever, but your Macho Man is is solid. Is that all you have to say about Spider-Man? That's all I have to say about Spider-Man. It's a good movie. Uh, if you've not watched it, 
it's it's one of the better Spider-Man movies. You should watch it. It's very good. Sam Raimi did that? Sam Raimi of Evil Dead fame, yes, okay. did that. Hmm. Number two on my list is the only one on my list from the Marvel Universe. And that is Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1. It's a good pick. Yes. Um, it has uh, Batista, Dave Batista, has Drax, uh, the Destroyer, um, who takes everything literally, much to my delight. Uh, he's like got this really awesome like blue skin with like this really intricate sort of red tattooed pattern all over him. Very good. He was he was great in this movie. And he was another one, like Randy Orton, who when I started watching wrestling, he was a heel and he was so good at being a heel that I freaking hated him. Yeah. So when I saw he was in this movie, I was like, oh, Batista. And then after seeing the movie, I was like, oh my God, I love Batista. So this is one where the movie really turned me around on the wrestler. Let's see. What do you have at number two? Number two, I have Santa's Sleigh, starring Bill Goldberg. This is a, it's a, it's a, a horror comedy where uh, Goldberg stars as Santa, but in this universe, Santa doesn't bring presents, he brings murder. Well, and no, just now he does. He used to bring presents. He used to bring presents. Because he was, he was, he was trapped, you know. Right. Into being a good guy. Right. Because he, he lost at a uh, curling match. He lost a curling match with an angel yes, or something. Yes, with an angel. And, right. <laughs> and so now he comes down, he murders people. This movie is awesome. If you've not seen Santa's Slay. And it's not bad. Like, they made it to be, you know, tongue-in-cheek. They made it to be funny, a horror comedy. And it is funny. Uh, you got to see this movie, Santa's Slay. If you like horror movies or comedies, you check it out. It's a good one. It's, Goldberg is fantastic in it, too. He's He's great. He's so great that my number one pick... Is Bill Goldberg and Santa's <laughs> Slay. <laughs> wow. That was my number one my number one spot. Yeah, it's he's, a great he's movie. Fantastic in it. And it's like got all like such great lines for him. Oh, it's it's awesome. I wanna watch it now. Yeah. He murders a bunch of people in a strip club in yep. very amusing ways. Yep. It's it's very good. Yeah. I can't say enough positive first of all, horror comedy is like my favorite genre, so I'm a little bit biased, but uh I cannot say enough positive things about Santa Slay. Mm-hmm. You got Christmas time. You got cookies. You got uh, curling. Gold. You got a curling match with an angel. You got Goldberg. You got evil reindeer. You got Goldberg. He spears someone at some point. You got Goldberg uh, murdering people. Driving uh, a sleigh. You're dri- right. Driving a sleigh. You've got. Uh, he murders someone with a menorah. <laughs> right. Uh, that's true. And at the beginning, there's a family he kills, and the family has several stars in it, like B- B-level kind of stars. Fran Drescher. Who is in it? Fran, Fran Drescher. Drescher who else is in it? I can't oh, remember. Um, 
my only guy friend. Several people who you wouldn't think would be in Santa's sleigh are at this mm-hmm. uh, at this table and and they get killed. Anyway, Santa sleigh, yeah, check it out. That's your number one. That's my number one. My number one. They live with Rowdy Roddy Piper. Don't make that face at me. I didn't put it on my list because one, I knew you were putting it on your list. And, and two, it doesn't make my top five. Wow. So this was a John Carpenter film uh, where Rowdy Roddy Piper, he becomes, uh, he, he comes to know, because of some other people, comes to know that our entire society is trapped by aliens. And our entire culture is shaped by aliens. Everything we do. Uh, it's it's uh, it's it's really good, it's really good. And he, and he gets these magic uh, sunglasses, and when he puts them on, he can tell who is human and who is alien because he sees the aliens. They're disguised as humans, you see. Uh, and every day, like if you just walked up to one, they would look like a human. But if you're wearing these magic sunglasses, they're not magic. It's technological thing mm-hmm. uh, in the film. If you're wearing these technological sunglasses, uh, you can see them for what they are, this ugly alien being. They look, they look like, like they're like people with like no skin on their face, kind of. Right, right. It it's looks crazy. like someone ripped yeah. skin off of a human. Yes. Yeah, it's gross. It is it's scary and it's gross. Um it's a good movie, though. It's a fantastic film. It's a great, it's a great uh, statement about our society. Uh, I won't tell you all about it, and uh, it's a good. Uh, it's like an action. It's like a horror action film too. He plays a homeless person, doesn't he? He does play a homeless person. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a lot of good commentary on societal structure. Uh huh. Yep. It it really is. Um, can't say, like you said, can't say enough good about Santa Slay. I can't say enough good about They Live. Uh, and if you've ever heard that line, I came here to do two things. Kick ass and chew bubble gum. And I'm all out of bubble gum. If you've ever heard that line, this is where it came from. Is that a famous line? Yeah, people people steal that, yeah. Oh, hmm. People say that all the time. I came here to kick ass and do this and... Uh, and chew gum and you know whatever, yeah. Huh. People say that all the time, and uh, in my circle at least, you yeah. know. I guess we we go around in different circles. Yeah, is that right? <laughs> yeah, apparently. Um. All right. So those are our top five movies starring wrestlers. Top five movies starring wrestlers. What a what a topic. <laughs> It was a good topic. It was fun. It was a good topic. It was fun. It was fun. I'm very fun. pleased with my list. I would watch all of those movies right now and be totally happy. I hear you. I agree. Maybe we'll watch, we'll watch one tonight. Probably not. <laughs> uh, so, folks, thank you for listening to us. We appreciate it. This has been WWE Weekly. Um, Listen to us. Uh, listen to us again sometime. Why don't you? When when can they listen to us? You next, can listen Asa? to us again next Tuesday. We're doing a uh, this week in AEW. Uh, every week we do it on Tuesday. Uh, usually we do WWE Weekly on Saturday, 
and this week in AEW on Tuesday. Why was our show not on Saturday this week, Asa? It wasn't on Saturday this week because we did a Halloween Havoc watch-along. Halloween Havoc 1995 watch-along, which is it's still on the YouTube channel. Uh, you can still watch it. There's there's a countdown of when to, to press play. Like, you know, find find Halloween Havoc 95 on your Peacock account. And there's a countdown of when to press play. And then you press play, and it's like we're right there with you, live. Uh, so check it out. We had a lot of fun. We dressed in costumes. We watched Halloween Havoc 95. We had a lot of fun. We had saw some good wrestling. Uh, we had some laughs, we saw some bad wrestling, we saw some goofy shit, we saw some goofy as fuck shit, uh, it was a good time, it was a good time, but yeah, that's why we weren't on Saturday, uh, this week, uh, but usually, yeah, WWE Weekly Saturday, this week in AEW on Tuesday. When is the next Halloween Havoc, if they want to join us? The next Halloween Havocs are, we're doing Halloween Havoc two more times. October 14th and October 21st, both at 4.30 p.m., both on Saturday at 4.30 p.m. And it'll be a different Halloween Havoc every time. Exactly, yeah. It'll be different Halloween Havocs. I've not revealed the years yet. Um, yeah, October 14th and 21st on, on the YouTube channel at 4.30. Come check us out. Uh, but yeah, so... Wherever you listen to uh, podcasts, make sure to rate us. Give us five bones, five stars, uh, whatever they'll let you give us. Rate us, please. And uh, subscribe and check out our YouTube channel for the Halloween Havoc Watch Along and for other stuff. And subscribe there as well. And uh, as Mick Foley would say, have a nice day. Bye.